I always thought this was probably the best country name of all time. Yeah. Merle Haggard. Yep. So it's, it's like I got that Eagles. Yep. We don't smoke marijuana. <laughs> we don't take no trips It's like on your, your boy Sturgill, clearly a big fan. Huge. Yeah. This is we like the source for that no shit, yeah. I think. Down on Main we like living right. Honestly, Been this mix free. sounds good as fuck. Yeah, though, dude, right? yeah. It sounds fucking great. <laughs> we don't make no party. I, I love it. We like holding hands and pitching woo. We don't I think the drums in particular sound really good for yeah. an old country record. Yeah, it's good train track. Yeah. <laughs> like the hippies out in San Francisco. Yeah, fuck those hippies in San Francisco. <laughs> Interesting back of vocals. Yeah. I got like a girl high up in my right, and then some, sounds, like, sounds like some bros in my lower yeah. left. We still wave old glory down at the courthouse, and white lightning still the biggest thrill of all. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Hey, leather nice keychain. <laughs> That guitar sounds like it's recorded amazing. I mean, it's played so well, too. It's like, you think of, like, ambient guitar players as being, like, the dudes who get reverb the most. But these old country dudes have, like, the best reverb of all time. They do. And I'm proud to be an Okie from the school. Hey, Prince Prairie with squares can have a ball. Yeah, this is a really well-mixed song. It might be the way that they played it, but I feel like there's the guitar's in the perfect space. Yeah. Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they were recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. I wish we were drinking some white lightning right now, because it is cold as fuck in this studio. I know. We don't, we don't have any AC. We don't use no AC in Muskogee. No, we sure don't. <laughs> Today, we're, we're going to talk about the song, Okie from Muskogee by Merle Haggard and the Strangers. Best country band name and like person name ever. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Like even better than Colt Ford. <laughs> the song was released on September 29th, 1969. It was written by Merle Haggard alongside drummer Roy Edward Burris. Mm-hmm. It was produced by the amazingly hilariously named Fuzzy Owen. <laughs> Do you think they God has a sense of humor. Yeah, he sure does. It was number one hit on the country charts and was named single of the year by the Country Music Association, which I imagine is like the men in black, but with cowboy boots and Bud Lights. Right. <laughs> the funny thing about this song comes from the seemingly political lyrics, right? Yeah. A lot of people think that the song was written after the songwriters were bummed watching Vietnam protesters. According to an interview with Merle himself, quote, when I was in prison, I knew what it was like to have freedom taken away. Freedom is everything. During Vietnam, there were all kinds of protests. Here were these servicemen going over there and dying for a cause. We don't even know what it really was all about. Here are these young kids that were free, 
bitching about it. There's something wrong with that, with disparaging those poor guys. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty heavy quote, right? But many people think the song is a spoof, Mm -hmm. an anthem written written from the perspective of a closed-minded, idiotic individual. Apparently, Haggard started writing the song while hungover on his tour bus, driving through Muskogee, Oklahoma. Him and his band were smoking reefers and asked themselves how this pastime would be received in the small town. So they started the song by writing, they don't smoke marijuana in Muskogee, and we're off to the races. It's kind of funny. Uh, interesting. I like a song with a lot of history and where you don't know what it's about. Right. Because then I think you have to appreciate it from a more like real perspective yeah when you heard it because i don't know if you like knew any of that stuff no definitely not what did you think did you think it was like a closed-minded guy or do you think it was kind of like a parody i thought i to me it comes off as more parody yeah yeah because that's just me that first the first line is so funny but maybe it's (laughs) funny because it's you know 2021 yeah yeah it's funny now maybe if i was like in living in 1969, yeah. maybe it's not funny. I think Merle was know? kind of a bad dude, though. And I don't mean that in like a judgmental way. I just think he was like breaking the law. And yeah, stuff. like dude will rob you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like he gonna rob you. All right. This is a stick up. Well, you know what? He deserved to rob some people based out based on how many people have robbed his whole sound for their career. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the country sound, like the yeah. 1969 country sound cuz like this sounds pretty hi-fi for that it era. Sounds great, right? man. What like what is a, what what would you explain to be like what's different about making country records than other types of records? I feel like what well, during this era there mm-hmm. feels like there there's a lot more space in the production. You know, it's really some yeah. drums doing a very light beat, yeah. bass kind of holding it down, some twangy guitar yeah. and then the vocal. Mm-hmm. And the vocal's pretty standard. Vocal's like, there's standard. not a ton of harmony there's no. on the chorus. Yeah, I was going to say like it seems like now the move when you are doing a production is to keep the listener's mind focused on like a top line melody of some kind right. for almost the whole song, which is why like if this song were to come out today, he'd be, there would be like a delay tail on the end of every vocal, right? right? It'd be like, we don't smoke marijuana and Muskogee, 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 right, Muskogee, right. Muskogee, Muskogee, until the next line. That's definitely pop. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like this, they, this, they don't do that. So I think it is like, the only thing that occupies the listener's mind when he's not singing is that guitar. It's like, I want to talk about that guitar. Oh, it's amazing. It's like my yeah. favorite part of the song. It sounds so good. What are country dudes doing on the guitar that is different from rock and rollers? There's a way to play the guitar in that style. Yeah. Like, what he's doing is not complicated. No, 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 no. But I it's, can't pick up the guitar and make that sound. Yeah, because it's a vocabulary. There, there's a vocabulary yeah. there that is very... It's passed down through generations. And like there are country dudes, like don't we, I, I don't get it twisted, like Jeff King, Brent Mason. I mean, these dudes are like as good at playing rock and roll as any rock and roll player Absolutely. ever too. But there is like a different vocabulary almost. Definitely. Which I think it's cool that there's like a music vocabulary to Definitely. like tone and feel. Definitely. And like note choices. Yeah, the guitar's my favorite, but those drums sound really good too. Like yeah. how, how do you record or mix drums to to fill in the rhythm but not be loud to like feel present but right. not be loud right to me it's it sounds cool like the drums and bass have more low end than you would expect yeah 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 from like a 1960s recording i know it's a kind of like they're kind of like bumping. it's hi-fi <laughs> yeah like they're kind of bumping and they can bump because there's space for them to bump yeah we're like you know Back in you know the sixties, obviously they're working on you know old school tape machines, and there's only X amount of space you can have 
frequency wise, if you throw a bunch of screaming guitars on and a bunch yeah. of crazy piano, everything on it, it's like it soaks up all your low end. It's like what I'm learning today in these podcasts we're doing. It's like a, if you arrange a song really well, it's gonna sound good. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Which, like, what is arrangement other than determining what's most important and structuring things around that? Yeah, exactly. Letting everything shine. It's just like a good team. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, it's, it's like, a perfect analogy. It's like, the, <laughs> yeah, it's having a good team. I've got like one really funny thing about the first performance of this song the first performance of the song live was a gig at an officer's club in fort bragg north carolina nice. what do you know about that place is that near charlotte it's i think fort bragg is in fayetteville okay which might be like an hour and a half away got it got it yeah, i've heard about that place it's, I don't it's an army why. base yeah yeah army base Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, Merle Haggard, he, I mean, was he one of those guys that, you know, did army bases, obviously, but I think he was a guy that did like prison. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. His like, I read a, a biography of his that was like pretty amazing. Like he was originally born in Oklahoma, yeah. Um, but then he and his family moved out to California and it was like this era where people, I know this sounds crazy. Is this crazy. like Gold Rush, like 40s? No, it's like before, it's like maybe it was around then. It's like, I think it was before, but they moved kind of close to Bakersville. Or, okay, but, yeah, yeah. But th- nobody lived out there. So they were just like in the middle of the fucking desert and like literally in like covered wagons and stuff. And I'm like, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Like it seems like it's like, I'm talking about like the Oregon Trail or something. Yeah. But it's like this dude who wrote songs that we're listening to now. It doesn't doesn't even seem that old to me. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Interesting. We all live a long time. You string a few generations together and you're like, yeah. And I mean, deep back in I mean, he's had an interesting life where, you know, he committed multiple crimes, like petty crimes, but ended up, ended up, you know, being in prison at San Quentin. Listen, if you want to talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. Yeah, this dude exactly. Was, was about the lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> but they, so he played the the first time they played the songs at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and apparently the place went fucking nuts. Oh, I bet. Yeah, like according to Hagger quote, soldiers started coming after me on the stage. I didn't know what was going to happen next until they took the mic and said they'd ha- we'd have to play it again before they let us go. Oh my god! So they, apparently they played it like three times in a row. That's hilarious. And it's like it seems like something out of a movie. I know, especially if he was fucking with all those people. Yeah, that's why I want to believe that. Right, right. right I want right. to believe that it's like a parody. Right, but <laughs> dude, that's so funny. <laughs> have you ever like played a song and then like an audience has been like, "Do that one again." <laughs> That's hilarious. That'd be so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast. Please tell all your people about this podcast. We don't smoke marijuana when we record this podcast, but you can while you listen. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this. Like the hippies out in San 